Hey there, I'm so pumped to tell you about an amazing new community I've launched called Grief to Growth Circle Community. It's a space for people who are grieving to come together to support each other and for people who want to know who we are, why we're here, where we're going to have those conversations, all the things we talk about on the podcast. So I invite you to join me at grieftogrowth.com slash community to become part of this compassionate crew. The best part is 100% free. And you have access to me in addition to everybody else in the community. In fact, the podcast will be there so you can talk about the things we talk about in the podcast right there in the community. There's also some premium content if you want to go deeper in the work I'm doing, but mostly it's about building relationships and community and about sharing resources and supporting each other. So come on over and check it out. It's grieftogrowth.com slash community. I'll see you inside. Hey, everybody. Happy February. Uh, it's Black History Month, and I want to take a few moments here to talk about Black History Month and why it's important to me and hopefully to help you understand why it might be important to you as well. Um, this is a very sensitive subject. You know, I started looking more into Black History Month, frankly, a couple of years ago. My wife and I own a hair care company called Treasure Locks, and we sell to African-American women predominantly, not exclusively. And because of that, I was looking for some ways to reach out to our customers during this time. I thought, what a better thing to do than to every day post a Black History fact. Um, and I learned, frankly, a lot myself by posting these facts, things that I did not know and things that made me proud of my heritage. And then I realized that maybe in the past I had been a little bit ashamed of my heritage. And I, this morning I was looking up uh, a thing for, from Dr. Martin Luther King where he actually said the words, I'm black and I'm proud, which I never knew he said. I remember growing up in the 70s and hearing those words, but the, the image of Dr. King, he was killed when I was still very young. So my image was really formed after his death. And a lot of it was the whitewashed image of that he was all about peace and love, which he was about those things, but he was also about standing up for his people who were very, very oppressed at the time. And in this particular video I posted this morning on my Facebook page, he talks about being proud of being a Negro, as we were called in those days, and the struggles that we've overcome as a people. And black people, the word black, for example, in the English language, has been always associated with things that are negative, with death, with dirt, with sin. And the word white has always been associated with good things, with love and light and purity. And those things actually go deep into our psyches as African-Americans and as black people. And it makes us ashamed. And so there's this, there's a necessary pushback against that, that any minority group can tell you that when you've been taught to be ashamed because of who you are, sometimes you have to, to compensate for that. You need to learn to be proud of who you are. So that's why it's really important during Black History Month, especially to, to reinforce these things. And that's why I post uh, a meme a day on my Treasure Locks page now on Black History Month to educate people about the struggles that uh, African-Americans have overcome, and not only the struggles we've overcome, but the many contributions that we've made. Now, when I was a young kid, I was ashamed of being black. Um, I And you know, growing up in the 60s and the 70s, uh, you didn't see a lot of you know really great black role models. Uh, we were just coming out of Jim Crow, and well, actually not even coming out of Jim Crow at that time in the South. Um, I grew up in Columbus, Ohio, but our schools were, for all practical purposes, segregated. In fact, they were declared by the courts to be segregated. 
and they had something called the Columbus Plan, which was voluntary busing. So I was bused in the mid to late 70s to junior high and high school. Uh, I went to all-white junior high school and a pretty much predominantly white high school. And the reason for that was the schools in Columbus, um, not only were the schools not as good in the black areas, um, the class, the teachers weren't as good, of course. They didn't draw the best teachers. And even they offered different curriculum. So I got to take different classes because I went to a different high school. Now, in the mind of a young black child, what this says is, I'm not as good as the kids that got to grow up here and have these things natively. Um, and I remember when I was in my early 20s, I was dating someone and she asked me why I was ashamed to be black. And I was taken aback and I was like, I'm not really ashamed to be black. But from her perspective, she had grown up in a black neighborhood and she listened to black music and was really into black culture. I really wasn't. I grew, I grew up around white kids. I listened to white music. I, I talked white, as a lot of people would like to say. And I, I never really thought about it that way. But I remember saying to her, this is long, long before I'd ever heard of soul planning. I had any thought about soul planning. Well, if you were up in heaven and you're looking down at earth and you're looking at America and you're going to choose your life, would you choose to be black? Of course not. You're going to choose to be white because you have all the advantages. You're considered to be more attractive. Most people think you're smarter. People think you're less dangerous. Um, so I was really uh, kind of taken aback and I thought about this and I thought, you know, there's no way I would choose this. Now, what's really interesting is, you know, fast forward 30 plus years and I do believe that I did choose this life because being an African-American teaches us a lot. We learn patience. We learn perseverance. We learn to overcome, you know, obstacles. We learn humility. And frankly, I think because of the things that we go through in general, because we're generalizing, uh, we tend to be able to, we tend to be stronger, I think, more empathetic for those things. So I'm glad that I, you know, that I'm an African-American and I'm, and I'm proud of that. So what I like to do now is try to help other people understand, you know, not from a victim mentality, uh, what we've been through, but to understand why African-Americans are dealing with the things we're dealing with today. Um, you can say, well, slavery ended 150 plus years ago. You should be over it by now. But Jim Crow ended not that long ago. And we saw practical Jim Crow in many ways. Uh, African-Americans still have much, much lower net worths than white people in general. Um, African-Americans still go to prison at a much, much higher rate. Um, we're hearing now that African-American unemployment is at historic lows, which is true, but it's still much, much higher than the unemployment rate in the general population. So we're still dealing with issues that go back to slavery, that go back to, frankly, some of the religious teachings uh, that, that were in place about how white people are superior. Dr. King even talks about how the word black is always used associated in the English language is used associated with things that are bad, with darkness, with evil, with lack of light, with sin, with being dirty and impure. Whereas being white is associated with light and love and purity and goodness. And those things go deep into people's psyches and really tell them, you know, kind of define who they are. But as an African-American person, again, that's a hurdle, I believe, that we were given to, uh, or I was given, I should speak personally, to overcome. And uh, I'm proud of the fact that I've overcome it. And I'm proud of the fact that 
uh, our people have, have per- persevered and have learned from these things. So I just wanted to do this video um, or this this audio. And what's interesting, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I hesitated to do that, I, but I did a um, interview with Jeremiah Kamara with along with my friend Dr. Terry Daniel, and we talked about race and religion. And I got some positive feedback on that, but frankly, I got some pushback on that. And people said it didn't belong on my channel because they were only here to hear about the NDEs. And the NDEs are important, and we we want to talk about love and light and how we're all one. And that's all great. But even though we're all one, we all have struggles that we must overcome. And I believe that's part of the journey for why we're here. And I think understanding other people's struggles is important. And we can learn from those struggles as well as from the great things like the NDEs. So over the course of the next month, it's February 3rd, um, I'm going to be focusing more on African-American history or black history. And I hope you'll come along with me and we'll learn from each other. So thanks a lot and have a great day. Hey there, if you like this episode, come on over and talk about it. Let me know what you liked. If you didn't like this episode, come on over and talk about it. Let me know what you didn't like. Go to grieftogrowth.com slash community and look for talk about the podcast. I'll see you there.